awesome chips. Okay, welcome everybody. Yeah, to episode fourteen. Whoa, of the awesome chips. I know it's like uh, it's like if we were recording every day, this would be two weeks. Uh, but <laughs> oh, well, that makes it seem less and, impressive. And, 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 <laughs> oh, it does. Uh, and we've got. James and Erica back with us. Finally, hey. after a long, uh, long yes. departure. After yeah, what was your names such again? A, such a long break. <laughs> I'm Paul. <laughs> oh, you're Paul. This whole time I've had you guys backwards. Yeah, man, strange since we were roommates back in the yeah, day. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that was weird when he was calling you Bryce and you didn't yeah. know Bryce. Uh, you know, you a lot of time when you weren't paying attention. Um, I feel like you guys need some like crowd cheering kind of sound effect when you're first uh, introducing it. That is a it. great idea. Oh, like what? Like, like what kind of thing? I don't know. Sounds like studio no. audience. Oh, crowd cheering. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you said yeah. crowd. Sh- I thought you said crowd sharing. Crowd no, no, cheering. No, no. Cheering. I was like, cheering. <laughs> I was like, yeah, crowd yeah. cheering is a good way to go. I need to enunciate better. Yeah, yeah. Applause. Audience is just going crazy for the start of the show. You know. Yeah. No, that'd be awesome. I need to enunciate better too. The one time when I said that Japan has an aging problem, <laughs> and or, or no, or no, they have an aging population. Population. Aging. <laughs> yeah. Population. yeah. Bryce kept thinking I said Asian. Of course, they have an Asian population. You, you did you sound cool. like you said Asian on the on the recording <laughs> I know. as well. I know. <laughs> well, you know, I've been mumbling my whole life. Um, why stop now? Uh, yeah, why stop now? <laughs> my, my, Thankfully, my technology can help uh, remedy it, right? Because you can just dial up the uh, the gain and uh, normalize. There we it. go. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it doesn't. I haven't actually tried to mess around with it, but um, what I, do you uh, do implicitly, right, on this recording? Uh, wait, wait, so what do you mean? I mean, like, you're normalizing your, your, your individual track, so it, it makes up for any uh, audible, uh, you know, shortcomings, any volume yeah. shortcomings. Yeah, I'll, yeah, that's true, but I, what I'm talking about is like slurring my words kind of Oh, thing. yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's true. They're mumbling so, kind of like Anyway, that, so. all you uh, listeners out there probably <laughs> thought you were tuning in for uh, more Myers-Briggs, <laughs> but actually we're talking about Paul's <laughs> speech issues. No, we're not. <laughs> We're going to get on track here, but I did just want to point out that when I was in kindergarten, my kindergarten teacher told my mom, you know, Paul could be ventriloquist when he grows up because he doesn't move his lips when he talks. <laughs> and, and, and I never outgrew it. And my younger brother, Sam, he's, he's the one right below me. He also slurs his words and mumbles really bad. And I'm afraid that's because he learned to talk from me. Oh, it's, <laughs> your, it's your fault. And his kids will slur their words. I think so. And their kids will slur their words. <laughs> no. Nobody else in our family slurs their words and mumbles like that. It's just us is that, two. Is that an F trait, um, thinking something <laughs> is your fault? Oh, maybe. I am to blame. <laughs> Woe is me. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I write it about it in my journal. Like, I will forever lament that Sam mumbles because of me. <laughs> <laughs> to my eternal shame. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Okay, so last time, last episode, we were talking about thinking versus feeling. And, and today, which, which is about, about uh, the cognitive function yeah. of making decisions. Yeah, exactly. And this time we're talking about the, the last uh, Myers-Briggs letter, judging versus perceiving. Yeah. Which is, um, how would you describe this? Well, you, it you has to it, it more. It's our preference for which of the two cognitive functions we, we prefer. So uh, S versus N, that was how we get information, how we get and process information. Uh, thinking versus feeling is how we make decisions. So... Uh, the last letter, judging or perceiving, has to do with which of those cognitive functions we is dominant for us. Is it making decisions or is it uh, processing information? Okay. Um, this is probably another way to word it, but like this uh, yep. material we grabbed from personality pages says that um, it refers to our attitude towards the external world and how we live our lives day to day. People with a judging preference want things to be neat, orderly, and established. I would say... They want decisions to be made. Um, yeah, the perce- they want things decided. Yeah, decided. Uh, the perceiving preference wants things to be flexible and spontaneous. Judges want things settled. Perceivers want things open-ended. Um, yeah. So, um, and we got a list of examples here. We may as well just go ahead and go over this list just quickly. Yeah. Um, we were do using it, judging. Do it. When, yeah. <laughs> I, I, we are using judging when we make a list of things to do. Uh, I actually don't ever make lists. Me neither. Um, Wait, I, yeah. I, I remember a all story. Yeah. I remember a Perceivers story go. about you making a list with a girl. Oh wait, was it? Wait, t- oh was it? Oh, this is like she a pros saw and cons the list, list. or yeah, it was a pros that's and cons true. list. Okay, okay, that's true. <laughs> right. I was trying to make oh, it. No. Okay, no, this, this is actually. 
Well, okay. Actually, he played it <laughs> off pretty good, I think. I did. I feel like this relationship is on its way out the door, but I I was trying to decide whether to keep dating this girl. I kind of felt like we were we were not well matched up, and I had written out this pros and cons list, and I was like, pros, cons. But it was other than that, it was vague, and um, she was in my room one day on a date later, and she's just like, oh, what's that pros and cons list about? And I was like... Oh, uh, just something. Definitely uh, not about you. I was like, I was like, totally caught off guard, and I feel like I don't know. She might have known it was about her. Oh, yeah, that's true. I did make a list about that. Well, Women are savvy you know, like that. Yeah, we this, we recently found yeah. the pro con list that I made um, when James and I started Whoa. dating about Whoa. whether I should mm. stay and date him or move because I just finished my my program. Our story oh. was pretty dramatic. I Erica remember that. had I no remember job, that. and you know her savings were dwindling, and uh-huh. it was either stay and gamble everything on me or move. It could have been a romantic mm. movie premise or something. Yeah. 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 Right. And, James, and, and James said in his in his James voice, he's like. Follow me into the sunset. Uh, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I, ju- I just want to throw out here that, Paul, your list was about, it was kind of a, a P kind of list. You're, you're weighing the information. Well, well I, I don't know. It wasn't a to-do list. Let's I, put it that way. Yeah, it's true. I mean, this goes a little bit back, I feel like, to um, thinking versus feeling a little mm-hmm. bit, right? Because uh, uh, I also think that like a thinker probably would be more likely to like, I, I don't know, maybe not, like, I don't think like it comes naturally to me to sit down and write a list and try to make a yeah, decision that that's way. That's more of a thinker. I usually thing. feel like, and a thinker might like maybe a list helps a thinker be like, okay, let me organize my thoughts. Yep. Okay, this one's more logical. Yep. Um, I mean, maybe they tend to do that in their mind. Uh, and I would I say know. that I would interject that I think this is there's a difference between a list uh, you make when you're trying to figure out how to solve a problem and the list that people make of the things that they need to do in a day or something. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. That's yep. a good point. Well, I never make any of those. Um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I don't, don't either. But Erica, does. Erica, do you do you make to do lists? So many. <laughs> <laughs> and huh. it, how does it make you feel to to make those lists? Well, well, it feels pretty great. I sometimes yeah. put things on the list that are really easy, just so I can get the satisfaction of crossing them uh, off. Huh? Do you ever I, put anything on the list? The do you ever put anything you've already done just so you can check it off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's, that's, wait, that is totally cheating. <laughs> uh, um, well, yeah, you know, I do use sticky notes sometimes, but for me, there's no there's no satisfaction in. Um, crossing the thing off, and I usually just I when I'm done with it, I just take the sticky note and shred it, and I'm like, good, get that out of here. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. There, there's a cartoon down here that has a judge's to do list and a perceiver's to do list, and the judge's to do list is like very neat and it's written in cursive: buy groceries, balance checkbook, pick up kids, and some other stuff. And then the perceiver's to do list is on like a torn corner of a piece of paper that's all crumpled up, and it says, wake up, see how I feel. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> I, I, so, okay, so that's the one thing. Um, and I think it's pretty evident, but yeah, if, if nobody, people don't know it from the last episode, Erica is a pretty decent J, and I'm a really strong P. Yeah, I'm a strong P as well. In fact, P is the letter that I'm strongest on hmm. um, out of all the letters. And, yeah, same um, here. It's also no, why. Actually, that's not true. It's pretty strong for me. Yeah, but it's strong. also why okay. we, when James and I lived in the same place, anything social thing we would go to, we would always be very late. Because uh, that, <laughs> that's a P quality as well that really annoys Jays. Yeah. Um, in fact, um, your roommate. Okay. Yeah. Let, let me go over some of these other ones real quick too, just so we can give <laughs> give 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 people some background. Uh, yeah. uh, judges tend to schedule things in advance, form and express judgments. Uh, that's kind of a thing I think like probably mentally in their mind they want to like be able to put things in boxes Absolutely. in their mind you know yeah they, they want to yeah. have their opinions settled yeah yeah um, whereas with peas it's like the verdict is always out yeah. on a lot of and that's things w- that's um, why TPs really love the the debate uh, yeah that's right they, they, they're in no hurry to come to any decision they just want to they, they just love the act of debating <laughs> yeah like about... uh, uh, wait a minute can we just talk about this more like, they should be senate Senators or something. Um, so uh, judges like to bring closure to an issue so that they can move on. Okay. Perceivers tend to postpone decisions to see what other options are available. Yep. They like to act spontaneously. Yep. They decide what they do as they do it rather than forming a plan ahead of time. We kind of talked a little bit about that when we were talking yep. about um, the second letter. No, E versus I, I guess, hmm. where um, 
I do that when I'm talking too. I feel like I'm formulating things as I'm speaking, mm. but that might be kind of similar. Um, yeah. And also perceivers tend to do things at the last minute. Yeah. So everybody uses both of these to some extent, but... Um, but apparently some Man. people actually like think in their mind about what they're going to say before they call someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, right. I No, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Erica, you're nodding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you call them if you didn't know what you were going to say? Well, you have a general idea of, of the purpose of the call. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, right, uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's too, like a... P's are probably more usually shooting from the hip kind of thing. Yeah, off the cuff. Uh, Fast and I can loose. relate to. I can relate to a lot of these things well, uh, it, as a P. Well, oh, and I'm ahead. just gonna throw. Oh it's, yeah, it, it it has a lot to do with the fact that like they didn't plan ahead of time. Not necessarily that they're party animals necessarily. <laughs> it's just true. that it's a, there was no plan ahead of time, so that's what makes it spontaneous. Oh yeah, I've never yeah. been a party animal, yeah. but I'm good at not planning and. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you get really That's good true. at recovering from the consequences of your not planning the more you do it, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're right. When um, uh, I remember like James and I would be in these conversations and somebody would invite James to something. They'd be like, hey, you want to do this? And James's response would always be like, yeah, that might be a good idea. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and, uh, it, was, it was a great way of putting it off. Uh-huh. Um, so we have a... <laughs> Yeah, because we want to see what else is out there. We we want the information. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. we don't want to make mm-hmm. the decision. No, totally. We want to make. That's why yeah. uh, peas. Uh, I I know you. Do you do this, Bryce? I don't know. Like on Facebook, when people invite me to stuff, every single time maybe. my response is maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's like maybe across the board. You can't work um, with that. <laughs> and uh, occasionally, I get some flack from that. Like uh, uh, there's a good up here. Some of that is just singles. Uh, uh, commitment aversion uh, <laughs> yeah, slash, slash busy, it's uh, true. busy schedules, but yeah, a lot of that's that. so there fair, is some of that fair. too because when because we're also trying to keep in mind like okay, who's there that I might be interested in? Yeah, and, and you don't want to but, commit um, before anybody else does that you might yeah exactly that might impact your decision. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, somebody up here was giving me a hard time about that because she invited me to her birthday party and she's like, "What's?" And I saw her in person somewhere. She's like, "What's this maybe stuff?" And I was like. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, I'm like pretty sure I can go, and um, and then I did go. But I think I I I changed my my uh, Facebook thing to going, and even that was hard. So. <laughs> <laughs> what about like? Whereas, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just What's gonna that? say, way, way to stretch yourself, Paul. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm growing. I'm growing. What about like um, when Eric always tries to pin me down on what I want for dinner? Is that is this this related? <laughs> oh, interesting. Probably. How, how does this yeah. conversation go? <laughs> it goes. Is there anything you'd like for dinner? And the, and I'm like, well, what are my options? You know, I don't even exactly. know what we have in stock. <laughs> <laughs> then I start trying to suggest some things because I've learned that that's what she really wants is some suggestions. <laughs> she's not really asking me what I want. She's like, what are some things we could have? And I don't know. It's, uh, uh, oh, can she's go in meeting circles. you halfway. Yeah, yeah she is. Yeah. No, it works out. We usually yeah. we usually yeah. eat eventually. Usually, <laughs> that's awesome. The thing is, she that's gets awesome. hungry. Eighty percent of the time, we yeah. actually eat. Well, the thing that drives it is she gets hungry sooner than I do. So yeah, I'm, I'm not in as much of a hurry. I'm like, I, I know that we'll get food eventually because she'll need it. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> awesome. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, man. Uh, Bryce and I have a roommate who's a J right now, and one of the yeah. things I've noticed yeah. is um, this whole. Uh, kind of like uh, scheduling things. Uh, like it, it's it means a lot to him if if he knows like this is what time we're leaving. Yes, and then he's always ready. That's right. right. On time. And he's and, and he'll very nicely say, "So, uh, you know, when are we leaving?" And it, yeah. if we're like carpooling or something, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he's he's and he's he's better at getting places on time. Yeah, and yeah. um, and I've noticed that that reminds me a little bit of one of my brothers. It's kind of like that. That's also a J. Uh, whereas me and Bryce were always like, if you were to ask us, and sometimes he'll do this, like, when you guys go into that thing, and sometimes yeah. our tennis will be like, ah, I don't know. I you know, don't know. <laughs> Check back know. in a half hour. You know? I fear that poor yeah. Erica is, is put to, to great distress sometimes by this. Uh, and I'm, I'm brought to mind in particular of our vacation to Europe uh, a couple <laughs> years ago. 
Because obviously she wants her, she wants to like, okay, we're in, we're in freaking Prague. We're gonna get up at this time and go to this thing, and then that one, then the next thing. And, yeah. And the poor girl had right. to be with three peas, me and my brother and my sister, and oh, we we're like, yeah. we want to, yeah. we're on vacation. We want to wake up when we wake up and see what we feel yeah. like doing then. And <laughs> right. fortunately, uh-huh. I'm independent, and I would just leave earlier than them, and they'd catch up with nice. me a few hours. That worked later. out pretty well. But yeah. then uh, <laughs> when they'd gone to Europe another time, her family apparently her, I guess her dad and brother must be peas. Uh, yeah. In some ways, yeah. because uh, they told me that they called it the death march. What her and her mom uh, <laughs> had planned for them. <laughs> oh man, that's horrible. No breaks. I did go to Disneyland over there. I did go to Disneyland with the strong J. Uh, I I think she must have been. And anyways, yeah, it was kind of like that too. We all had to wake up at a certain time. She woke us up, and then we had. We had we had like a schedule that day, and she, and it was like she knew exactly which ride we were going to, in which order, yeah, stuff like that. I mean, some wow. of that was just to max maximize our ride time, which was cool. So yeah. I, I just want to throw this out. I, if my memory is coming back to me about um, going back to the gender breakdown, I I believe, and I'll have to verify this another time, but I think that J and P is another one where there is a, a slight gender difference, where it's like women are like fifty five percent. J, yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense to so, me. That's yeah. hence the saying: all girls are a little bit crazy, and all guys are a little bit lazy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and it's true. I mean, I think you know one yeah. of the potential downsides of a J yeah, is it's that pretty they controversial. Can be... You can you can remove it from the record if you need oh, to. Go and on. And go I'm, on. T- <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to turn sorry. that into something constructive ahead, rather than inflammatory. So, yeah, so. but like I think Js can can because they're so uh, systematic, so planful. Yeah. Um, so methodical that um, yeah. they can be a bit rigid. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Sure. And, and you know, and that rigidity can be uh, it can lead to some neuroticism. <laughs> you know, in the extreme, like some... a perceiver can like float through life and never like make any big difficult decisions either. Right. It's so true. It, like yeah. postponing a decision yeah. until it's too late. Right. Wh- which it, is the know. value for me of being married to a more J person. She helps me right. get things done. Right. Yeah, and that, and that's one of the things I was going to point out too is that um, uh, I'm a I'm a pretty strong P, and on all the all the websites that talk about um, romantic matching up, they'll always mm-hmm. say like it's probably better for me to be with a J. Yeah. And yeah, if you can find the right balance between, hey man, some planning ahead is useful, um, and um, you know some ability to be able to uh, go with the flow when things don't go according to plan, and you need yeah. to be spontaneous is yeah. useful as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So, and I think Erica, yeah. you know, out of out of consideration, tries to build in some opportunities for flexibility just for me. So, I appreciate that. <laughs> oh. We we balance out in in that um, for going to something. I think we're unconscionably late. Um, and, and James thinks we're going painfully and early. And I think, why are we leaving already? No one else is going to be there. Or, <laughs> but, yeah, but then we exactly. then we get there on time, like about the about the time people would expect people to come to things. Yeah. So it works out. We hit the optimal oh, okay. timing window. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good team. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's useful. Yeah, so, I feel kind of like that with like strong J's. Kind of feel like, okay, I'm not allowed to leave more than half an hour after it starts. <laughs> and you know, then you get there about 45 minutes to an hour after it starts. That's socially acceptable. Yeah, fashionably um, late, right? Yeah, totally. Wait, so how do you um, reconcile this gender uh, correlation, alleged gender correlation, with the fact that uh, the 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 Traditionally, uh, the cliche, at least, is that women are always wanting their guys to be spontaneous for them. You know, like do something spontaneous. Uh, how do I reconcile that? Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just curious. I don't know culture. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay. It's a good question. That is a good question. Is it an American thing? Is I'm, I'm not projecting here. I mean, Erica well, I mean, doesn't always demand this, so I just know that well, it's. Uh, hmm. yeah. And I, I, I mean, I'm not even sure I accept the premise that that women. You know, want their men to be spontaneous. I, well, I don't know. It. I think it's well, probably what you, Erica. A, you're a woman. <laughs> I think it's a mislabeling. Expert I don't think people. I. Well, yes. gosh, yeah. Here, here I go. I speak for all women. <laughs> um, all right. Well, you better Sign get it right. <laughs> yeah. No, some people love spontaneity, but but I think often it's it's code for I want you to have done something that shows yes. that you thought about me. Correct. Oh, that actually, okay. yeah, that yeah, was that's my true. thought as well. That that is the ring of truth. 
Yeah. Well, I have thought Jane? about writing an app yeah. that that is just called like spontaneous husband or whatever, where you say, oh! and it just like randomly tells you give your wife flowers today, and you know you put in like the intervals or. I think it's gold. That That's is, awesome. That spontaneous husband. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I was just I was just thinking of you today, so I got these flowers, and you're like wink, wink. Thanks, spontaneous husband. You know. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, wait, I think James, you were the one that told me one time about this uh, a couple that had gone to counseling and. He was like working all day and never like said anything to her. He like never communicated while he was at work, and that was hard on their marriage. And so they they reached some middle ground where he was like, "Okay, how about if I have like five canned messages? And when I'm thinking about you, I send one of them. I'm sincere about it, but it's just a canned message." And she's like, "Yeah, that's okay." So he would send a canned message, you know, like you know, every day or so. He'd be like. Just thinking about you, but it was a canned thing. <laughs> but it still, it still, it still, meant, it still meant a lot to her that well, he was thinking about her and he was sincere about. So what if he'd it, started though. automating that and didn't actually hit be the one that hit send? It just sort of got oh, sent yeah, by itself. Probably have to like not tell her that. As long as she didn't catch on, I, I, I think this could win for both of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, uh, automation man. Um, Dude, you love that stuff. No, I told you, I love automation. When James and I were messing around with like uh, music. Yeah, back in the days and we were coming up with I think it was either a band name or a song name that was called Automate Everything <laughs> uh, anyways yeah so okay um, can, uh, yeah go ahead can oh, I, oh yeah Alex, oh, that's yeah, a good yeah. thing so, Bryce wanted to talk about so and some, by the way listeners you may recall yeah. I, I alluded to this more advanced version of the Myers-Briggs uh, type indicator that I took uh, when I was doing some coach training <laughs> um, it's called the Myers-Briggs type indicator step two damn um, <laughs> <laughs> y'all ain't yeah, even ready for this yeah <laughs> no we're not Brace yourselves for the synergy. Hold on, dear seats. Brace yourself for the synergy. Yeah, exactly. synergy is going to be amazing. We should add that tagline hey, to everything. Press, why don't you unpack this for us? <laughs> okay, well, it's going to be pretty impactful. Okay, um, excellent. Yeah, this actually kind of helped me resolve, because it's a more in-depth version. Um, it helped resolve some of my own, like, I'd, I'd call it a non-distressing oh, yeah. identity crisis I had for a long time, which is that uh, I thought I was actually an introvert, but I'd always score on the extroverted side. Uh, and, and this one um, breaks each letter down into some subscales. And I, I found that on one of the subscales for introversion and extroversion, I was actually strongly uh, introverted. But the uh, others, I was more middling on the extroverted side. Uh, Did I say that right? Yeah. Anyway, so which, which led to a consistent extrovert score even though on one of them i was i'm much more of an introvert okay um which yeah. which by the way was what is it it's like intimacy or something um, uh. anyway that, <laughs> don't that's reveal right. that it, to yeah I'm, girls I'm might be sure listening i'm not sure we're ready oh, well for that, hey but. i want to be intimate <laughs> <laughs> um, okay no, you're just talking about we're, emotional intimacy. yes we're talking okay yes, we're, well yeah. exactly but women crave emotional intimacy Exactly. So I do want them to know that right yeah, yeah. Uh, oh i thought you were oh, saying oh, yes, you yes. were not oh okay oh oh <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm strongly on that one. Okay, okay. Which, uh, I don't know. I should probably take this one again because that, that subscale is gregarious on the extroversion side versus intimate on the introversion side. Mm. Um, but I actually am pretty gregarious. Gregarious. So yeah, I guess yeah. I'm just... I'm gregarious anyway. as well. Yeah, you're not, um, not even not named magic. Greg. I mean, it, it's all self-report. Some guy named Greg who initially was the gregarious guy, or one wonders where did that word come from? <laughs> was it was it like some guy was like, "You're like Greg, yes. you're King uh, King Gregory the Fourth. You didn't know the story. <laughs> is that there, is yeah. that real? No, no, no I just totally made that up. Okay, let's <laughs> <laughs> get King Gregory. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, okay. So um, I thought one of the interesting things on the subscales for judging versus perceiving. One of the subscales is um, early starting on the judging side versus uh, pressure prompted on the perceiving oh, side. Oh gosh, mm. I'm so And, and usually so especially in a work prompted. setting, we th- we think that like <laughs> if you start projects early, you are a good person and a good employee <laughs> and and more productive, right? And and if uh, you're a procrastinator, you're a bad person or a bad student, let's uh, say. Um, um but <clears throat> but um you know, they they've found in the research that um actually that's well, well one yeah. that it is true that judges, you know, tend to be motivated by self-discipline and steady progress, <laughs> and they find late starts to be stressful. Man, this um, is sounding kind of boring. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> sounding boring. <laughs> uh, and yeah. and um, whereas for perceivers, they they 
they're pressure prompted, right? So oh, okay. they're motivated by the pressure. Uh, yeah, and, and they they act in bursts and spurts, and, and yep. probably work and well under you know work best in those circumstances. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and they find an early start unstimulating. Um, but yeah, yeah, and when I did this training, they said that you know there's actually one is not more productive than the other. So oh, it's really okay. just like it's the piece to smash difference. it into a awesome. smaller period. It was of time high time that, that, that myth, that myth was dispelled. Exactly because the because the Jays are more uh, uh, more need to make a judgment call about it, so they will say like you're doing it the wrong way. Um, right. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I'd see this with my parents for sure. Oh, oh, really? Go do tell. Yeah, my dad is yeah. definitely a P like me. My mom is a J. Mm. It would she would just be full of anxiety until the thing was planned, even if it was sometimes months in advance. She would have to get it yeah. finished, you know. And and yeah. It, yeah, exactly. And she'd start early on it, probably. Oh yeah, super early. She yeah. would have yeah. just remarkable. She would figure things out, send letters, write stuff down, buy supplies, have it all worked out yeah. way before yeah. there was any reason to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And my, my dad's a really strong J. My mom is a pretty strong J too. But my dad is like obviously a J like she's very organized yeah and very disciplined extremely disciplined well I can totally relate to this uh because like I I think this is one of the reasons why I I strongly preferred law school to engineering school Mm -hmm. and it was because um in engineering school of course you're just doing homework along the way your homework is all worth some percentage of your grade Mm -hmm. um and then you have like usually like a midterm and then a final exam Mm -hmm. in law school your entire grade is the final exam exam. yeah and so it's just like (laughs) Hey man, you just cram for two weeks and you're good. And uh, I really enjoyed that. Like yeah. I, I felt like I don't know. It just really fit my personality. Well. You know, the school I went to, like, uh, some yeah. of the some of the tests they would have in this testing center, and sometimes there would not be a time limit or a or a limit on what you could bring into it in my uh, my engineering classes. Ooh. So there were times when I just didn't study for the test at all and just went there Saturday morning and just spent all day. Uh, figuring out what I needed to know specifically wow. for the questions. <laughs> yeah. Wow. See, that's as, awesome. As an F, I, I would feel morally not okay about that because I would feel like a perfectionist, like I need to master this material. And I, and I don't want to get a passing a good grade if I didn't study it. I don't feel morally right about that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. No, that's, that's like yeah, a special skill of mine is, is, is yeah, getting just good enough at something yeah. to be to get the thing I want, but no better. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. But, but of course, if you're a P, I feel like you, you both kind of do what you enjoy, right? Like as a P, you know, you know that you can put it off for a while and you enjoy being able to kind of like, you know, Watch a few YouTube videos, play a little solitaire. Um, <laughs> oh, this, oh, that, I exaggerate a little. I mean, yeah, or, obviously, or I was going to the class. I was doing homework and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, being a perceiver doesn't well, necessarily mean you're lazy. No, it doesn't mean yeah. you're lazy. It just means you, you cram it all in at the end. Yeah, you That's hear right. that, Jays? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's right. You hear that, Jays? We'll get it done. But Sometimes. <laughs> the Jays have the Jays have satisfaction in getting it incrementally done along That's, the way. Yeah. Like they feel better about that. Oh, and it is there's so more, useful. There's yeah. more certainty. Like the the yeah, having sure. your entire grade on your final exam that that gives me anxiety because I want to know going right. into the final exam, based on all my previous work and how the professor or whoever has interacted with it, that the outcome is basically already assured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. No, so, sort of like not asking a girl out unless you know she's going to say yes. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bryce was saying that um, uh, somebody had, somebody up here, I can't remember what she, uh, what her profession is, but had said oh, that. Oh, Stephanie Gardner. Stephanie Gardner, yeah. yeah. What did she say? Well, she said typically a guy won't ask a girl out until until he's about 75 or 85% sure that she'll actually respond favorably. That sounds about right. I find it when I'm really interested in a girl, it's probably to my detriment. (laughs) I I lower that threshold and I just go for it and it probably scares them. Hey, good Um, on you. I'm I'm not as bold as you. (laughs) Well, it hasn't hasn't led to any good results. So (laughs) (laughs) can we tell our stories? And and I've definitely been rejected. I've definitely been rejected by lowering that threshold. Sometimes in very embarrassing ways. Like this one time I asked a girl out in front of her boyfriend. Oh, wow. You know, well, I, if you, you can't win awesome. if you don't yeah, play. I definitely jumped the gun. There. That's true. And it's sort of like yeah. I've, you know, I've heard one audit, one accountant's opinion that if you never get audited, you're not being aggressive enough in filing your income taxes. So uh, yeah. it's the same idea. Maybe if you calibrate, <laughs> if you overcalibrate a little, that way you know right. you're not missing out on any opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, but but sometimes Bryce just says it out loud, like, "Hey, I'm only about 75, percent but I'm going for it." Cindy, <laughs> or, will or, you go out with me? Or like that girl at, at the this wedding reception we went to yeah, last night, where yeah. that was the one, and I didn't, I right. didn't, uh, 
You missed out another, on it. Another yeah. the one, man. Another yeah, the I, one. One of many the ones. Yes. Incidentally, one of the things yeah. that took so long for Erica and I to get together as a couple was um, a rare disconnect in that in that sphere. Uh, like I couldn't, mm-hmm. I could not tell how she felt about me, and I thought I prided myself on being pretty perceptive. I'm not, you know, yeah. particularly autistic. I can, I could tell if a girl was interested. There are all these signs. It's pretty apparent, right? Normally, yeah. But I, I, she was a blank slate to me. I finally just had to gamble, and and Bryce does this all the time, apparently, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. and that's not a fault with James's perception. I was just particularly opaque in the in that I was. Uh, not practicing the art of flirtation. Yeah, yeah. And, and protective of myself. She was protecting her own, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly, which I understand. So, Erica, what was like the most flirty thing you did that James did not get? <laughs> <laughs> we were like, way off topic, uh, but I like uh, this. Uh, well, this like is relationships. One, one ten, one ten, it is. It one, is. One tenth of a smile. Like, one tenth of a smile. Like, well, <laughs> and, then, and he wrote in your journal. He Erica's pretty knows sh- now that I have <laughs> She's pretty Literally. shy. <laughs> she, uh, exactly. She's shy. And I remember, hey, she she met my eyes for like two seconds. That's that seems kind of bold uh, for Erica. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's true. You know, shyness is kind of separate to some extent from all these marriage Briggs letters. Because like I'm yeah. a shy extrovert, you know, yeah. but um, Yeah. And I'm a shy uh, introvert, so <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say one of the things, one of the, one of the things that understanding P versus J, one of the ways in which it's been useful to me is that in the past I remember because I'm I tend to sometimes be kind of a goal setter, even though that's probably more of a J thing. Hmm. But um, no, following but so, through with goals is a J thing. Okay, <laughs> that's maybe that's what it is <laughs> on a schedule. Because um, like. Um, Cause I, cause I heard like when I was going to Arizona state, like, um, I was trying to get in better shape and, and, and for a while I was like setting up these schedules for myself. I mean, you know, your schedule's kind of set up because you have classes at certain times. And so I would be like, you know, this time go to the gym. And so I would do that. And then when that time would roll around, I would think to myself, stupid, I don't want to go to the gym right now. Uh, I hate this. Oh, and former Paul, how dare you? <laughs> What's yeah, the big yeah, idea, exactly. past Paul? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I was like, what well, makes you think you know more than me, current Paul? And, um, and, uh, but then, and then I realized, I think sometime after I started getting into the marriage Briggs stuff, I started to realize like, oh, I like to keep my options open. Um, so maybe I should try a different approach. And so instead... The only thing I changed is I just had like, like goal, like go to the gym sometime, uh, whenever during the day. And then I would go to the gym even earlier than I had gone on my schedule and I would enjoy it. Yeah. I would be like, Hmm. I'm going to go to the gym now and get stuff with. Uh, I could do it anytime I want. I felt some of that too. Do it now because you feel like it's your choice. Yeah, you know that's funny because that goes against the conventional goal setting checklist they always uh, foist at you. It must be specific and achievable, and you know (laughs) all those things. Right, no, uh, it's definitely been useful for me, and I've found in general that uh, the more I can set goals that are non-structured, the the more I'm, I accomplish them. You know. Okay. Um, see, I was wondering if you remember when you did walks with Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was wondering if that was supposed to be a commitment device where you involved other people to force yourself to go on walks. Uh, no, one of the one of the reasons why we never got too many people. So for those of you probably nobody's ever heard about this on the podcast. But, oh, it's famous. So it's famous. when I was in Phoenix, I had this. I had just started this Facebook group called Walks with Paul, and it, all it said in the description was like, "I go on walks a few times a week. You should come with me." And um. And uh, some people told me, like, that's pretty bold to set up a walking group just to go on walks with you. But I didn't think about it that way. I just thought, like, well, won't people just have fun going on walks? Like, it's just fun. And and um, one of the reasons we, like, hardly ever had any more than, like, you know, maybe, like, three-ish people or sometimes we have more, like, five or so. But was because I always planned the walk with Paul, like, the day of. So I was, I was like, uh, I was like, red alert, walk with Paul tonight in six hours. You know? Red alert. That Did was you have like, like the a, most a level, a security uh, likelihood level. Like it, there's an orange, orange alert. Walk with Paul <laughs> oh, walk alert probability. I, I like it. It's like, <laughs> that's right. That, yeah. The that reminds security me of level is blue and the walk with Paul level is red. Is um, red. Yeah. <laughs> There's a guy I knew in college that when he, he passed around a list at the church he went to, uh, a sign-up sheet for any girls that wanted to, to uh, feed him dinner. 
And it actually worked. Whoa. He got married to one of them, to somebody Whoa. that signed up to feed him dinner. And I can't believe that worked. I know. We, everyone was kind of shocked. <laughs> yeah. That seemed, yeah, that's true. He probably yeah, had a, a lot of for Oh, no. It's important to be very like charming and good looking if yes. you want to pull yeah. that kind of nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's Yeah, the three point. of us, we got, I mean, in spite <laughs> of being, you know, above average good looking, we have to rely on <laughs> our... On our wit and our scrappiness. And yeah, man. That's right. On our character. <laughs> our character. Um, yeah. Strong character. I, uh, <laughs> it does. That kind of reminds me of some SNL skit where um they're t- telling you how to not uh get busted for like sexual harassment, and the main point <laughs> they were that. putting across was like, don't be bad looking. Yeah, um, it had this had and, guy do exactly the same thing as the one who got reported for yeah. sexual harassment, and the girl was really excited about it, right? <laughs> yeah, and the, like the guy who was not good looking apparently. He like just looks at the girl and she's like, "Leave me alone." She starts like calling the police. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, calling HR. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But anyways, um, that's really interesting. Uh, there, there was a, another skit similar to that where there is the the slimy like higher up who is getting fired for sexual harassment, and yeah. then the like folksy. Uh, uh, folksy uh, security guard who is just like really charming, but like it said, much worse things. Anyway, okay. yeah, 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 exactly. It's, uh, yeah, it's all yeah, about perception. Yeah, I have had some females tell me that there's a fine line between uh, creepiness, a stalker, and, yeah, yeah, a stalker, yeah. and you know, something that's welcome. It's just yeah. whether you're interested in the person. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that's true for both genders, um, <clears throat> to some extent. But somehow it's okay, less creepy a, when it's a girl. Uh, stalking a guy, which is reasonable. Yeah, it's, less, uh, yeah. Yeah. it's probably it has potential it's le- to be more crazy. It's, it's not more welcome. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. this, this is this is why it's important to to seek feedback. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And then and then react accordingly. Which is why I kept looking persisting. for feedback from Erica. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's not really a topic we've we've talked about yet. Feedback, but f- well, we've kind of referred to it. That's. Anyway, yeah, it is funny though. A, a podcast episode because girls are often frustrated. Oh, oh, that'll be a yeah. cool episode. Yeah, girls are yeah. often frustrated that the guys seem oblivious to their to their uh, signals, but then yeah. at the same and time, not just seem we are. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, <laughs> sometimes, well, sometimes, well, sometimes we feign obliviousness to, yes, yes, to preserve the feelings of everyone involved, and it works wonderfully. Right. It's a great system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's part of the problem. Like, um, I was in this. Well, I don't have to do that anymore about... now that I'm married. But yeah, yeah, you, man. You're a lucky man. It's pretty great. It's a, it takes a lot of energy to feign stupidity. Um, <laughs> You're so smart. Like I know. Well, they keep because they keep dialing up the the obviousness of the signs, right? Of the signals. You got to like really, really work to ignore them. Yep. Right. That being said, I would right. rather people overdo it on giving signals than underdo it. Oh, it's a good thing. Well, yeah. You yeah. know, it's interesting though that you, as a T, because um, like sometimes I thought this was a T versus F thing. Like I'm way less inclined to say something direct that I think might hurt someone's feelings, even mm-hmm. if it's, uh, there's a female friend up here of mine up here who said that, you know, when people ask her out and she's just not, she knows she's not, she'll just mm-hmm. say something like, you know, I don't see this going anywhere, but I'm, I'm, I appreciate that. Yeah. And she'll just like say <laughs> it straight out. But that kind of yeah. thing is like pulling nails for me to say something like that. Oh, yeah. that's hard. That's so, hard. Though mm-hmm. sometimes what I'll do is I'll be like, uh, I won't, I mean, this never happens in person. Almost never. Like, whenever a girl asks me out, it's always through a text. Uh, but and and it's, <laughs> when it, girls ask you out, when girls text? ask me out, it's uh, almost always through a text. How and, how often uh, are we talking? Like, uh, you know, two dozen texts here, a hundred texts, or <laughs> one oh, text. Like, like, uh, well, what do you mean? Well, I'm just curious. <laughs> one how, statistically, how statistically relevant is this sample? That's all I'm. I'm curious. Oh, it's uh, not. It's not very statistically relevant. I'm probably talking about like five total in my whole life. Oh, that's still that's um, significant. Okay. Twenty five more. Well, we no, have, I take that back. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, well, okay, it's probably a little bit more than that. It might be a might be a baker's dozen, but which is a little <laughs> bit of a double standard because it's one. It's like a, a serious crime, a faux pas for a, a guy to do anything via text that you know in many social circles I know. Yeah. yeah, I know. I just kind of yeah. ignore that rule now. Well, it's like Liz Lemon said in 30 Rock. It's okay for women to feel strongly, more strongly than men about double standards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I applaud that. We, uh, no, um, one, no one really knows the rules of technology and dating anyway. No, it's, it's changing. True. It's yeah. true. We used to play this game called A Thousand Blank White Cards, and you make up some of your own cards. And James had made this card <laughs> called The Double Standard. And it said something like, oh I'm going to get in trouble man, for this. It was like, if you're a man, get 100 points. If you're a woman, 
go get me something to eat or something like yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, <it's> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was very sexist, double standard. Uh, all right, I'm yeah. sorry. Erica listeners. loved that one. Um, yeah, yeah, I was there. Paul I, I not, do remember Paul being annoyed. Not, uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> really the Nora, sorry, that was a that was a younger, a, a more callow, a less mature version of James than we had before that's, you today. That's, yeah. that's totally a good point. Uh, there was some point. Wait, I was in the middle of making some point. Dang uh, it! I sorry, what it was. Um, I can't remember. Okay, let's backtrack. Oh. No, if only we could rewind the episode. Oh, okay. um, um, but I was saying like so. That. Usually, girls <laughs> will ask me out through text, and and usually, well, unless it's a girl that I've like been out with before, it'll sometimes be like vague to where I'm like I can't tell if this is like a date, and um, oh, until that's the usually, idea. you got to keep it. Yeah, yeah. right. And so, <laughs> if I know I'm not interested, oftentimes what I'll say is like, oh, you know, I'm actually. Um, Pursuing kind of pursuing someone right uh, now. Perfect. Uh, or, 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 uh, escape clause. Say, yes. I'm, I'm interested in someone right now. <laughs> yeah. Because Which is probably true. It's always true that I'm yeah. interested in someone more than that person. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. That yeah. being said, so, I do give those girls props for like yeah, taking sure. the initiative and oh yeah. And I mean, you know, hedging hurt. hedging your your uh, rec- invite, you know, through by using text. That's something men do plenty too, and. So, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, I remember yeah. the subject it's coming great. up once, and yeah, it is. Well, nothing ventured, nothing gained, all that business. Sure. But I, yeah. I remember a lot of people felt the the phrase, the, the 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 clause at the end, um, or whatever it is, uh, the phrase uh, "with me" was the significant one in, in English ah. in our culture. That's how you tell it's a date. But a date. That's very good. Yeah. Good thinking. Do you good want point, to go man. to this thing with me, or as opposed to, hey, uh, you want to go to this thing? Yes. Good. Good call. That's awesome. Um. Uh. By the way, uh, James and I, we had two neighbors that lived next door to us in in uh, Phoenix, and they both got married to guys who they used the same exact phrase on, and um, it was a very direct thing. And it was <laughs> uh-huh. from this book they were reading. Actually, I think this was an Elisa Snell book. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And and the phrase was, it was some guy that they had talked to a few times, and the phrase they used was, "I'd love for you to call me sometime." Marriage, bang, right there. Dude, Two marriages. Well, that is okay. not mixing and messages there, though. That's, that that's, is not. It a, certainly yeah. isn't. It's yeah. like, uh, hey, you know. The ball is in your court. The ball is in your here's court. Here's how I feel. I will say yes. That and that's right? a good way that's of good. knowing, you know, yeah. uh, eliminating yeah. all that's, the uncertainty. Yeah. Sure, you're instantly above 85% with that one. <laughs> yes. I mean, no, that's like 99.9999. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you say that and you're not interested in the guy, then you you really need to change your approach. I know. It was really funny. I remember it was really funny too because one of these girls, Jessica, um, I mean, this I'm pretty sure it was like her first serious relationship. We were at like Payway all eating out one time. This guy wasn't there, but they were about to go out on the date. She was really excited about their first date. And I'm, I remember some of us were kind of thinking like, oh, Jessica, someday I'll learn that most of these don't work out. And then they just totally got married. <laughs> I remember. I, I thought that same thing. <laughs> I thought I hope Anyways. it won't be too hard on her when this doesn't work yeah. out. She's really getting her, her hopes up here, really getting worked up. And then she got married before I did, so <laughs> there you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, no, they totally pulled it off. Anyways, okay, we've heard a little bit off topic, but I guess I any like like any wrap up stuff to talk about. Well, to get us back on topic, oh. I had one yeah. one story. Okay. I, this whole time, I keep picturing you lying there on the couch uh, of an evening <laughs> back when we were roommates, and our other roommate Brian coming over. And uh, Erica, were you ever here for one of these? Uh, interchanges oh, well brian was a strong J and a strong action-oriented guy and he always wanted and an e you know he always wanted to go out and do something and he was convinced that paul i guess was the perfect wingman so he was there was this, this like drama that would act out like i swear every evening of, of brian trying to get paul to commit you know to go and paul trying to find polite ways because he's an f uh-huh. you know to uh, to uh, turn down or, or keep his options mm. open and say maybe yeah. i'll go <laughs> well you know actually brian's a p but it was Wait, his S. It was no. His there's no way. No, no. Brian is E. No, is I S T P or something. So, he was no, about action like nothing else. Well, there's I know, no but what that is. Uh, well, no, what that is though is that's the that's the nuance between uh, that's the nuance of the uh, of the Kiersey temperament because uh, the S P temperament really? is that they're driven by action. Uh, and so Brian was that, also that's like a hands like on under him. Yeah. He would, he would, he would decide things last minute, but he liked, he preferred action. Like a, Brian would prefer to like go out and do something to like um, okay, sitting I, and talking about something, and that's why yeah. he was always like, "Let's go on this hike. Let's yeah. go to this party. Let's yeah. go to that. Let's go to the fireside." Yeah. But, but yeah. if you ask him ahead of time, because like I was asking Brian, because like 
James and some friends and I are doing this like cabin trip later this weekend, actually. And um, I asked him like a week ago. I was like, "Hey, you going to that?" And he's like, "Maybe." And um, <laughs> he's def- he's definitely got the P tendency. Okay, that's an- a good point. I, yeah. I'm surprised, but not yeah. so much now that you've explained it. And that's a valuable distinction yeah. to have brought up. Yeah. So I I want to throw something out there. Yeah. Also, I want to make sure before we wrap up that we get a good solid comment from Erica. Yeah. Um, yeah none like of your flimsy comments. Stuff. None of your bad <laughs> flimsy comments. Yeah. But give her the yeah. opportunity. But I just want to add also, I think that in the singles world, yeah. I think Jays are a little bit at an advantage. And they're more likely to actually escape singlehood than perceivers. Okay. Um, but they sometimes bring us along for the ride. Am I right? <laughs> right. and, uh, sometimes so a, you know it could be also just that he was like motivated to like make things happen you know in his social yeah. life I well know. the fact that because yeah. i'm kind of I at mean, that stage too like i'm actually trying to be better at planning things so that i can actually yeah. do something with my oh life. do you try to persuade paul to do them with you and then does he uh uh, uh vacillate or? oh frequently although he's usually working so it's usually prevaricate much prevaricate that's the word i yeah. wanted yeah, yeah. prevaricate yeah. i don't even know that word that's cool um, that's a good one now, I agree with what you're saying. Like, uh, I mean, I think uh, Erica would say, like, when she gave that one tenth of a smile to James, like, she definitely was pulling her J out and making things happen. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. Speaking of speaking of what Erica did, what, <laughs> she's right here. Yeah. Yes, anyway. it was very romantic when we began our formal relationship, and I, and I, we were talking in a car parked at her house, and I think both, and I was like, well, as long as she doesn't leave, I'm just gonna stay in this car. And yeah. uh, and then you know before we knew it the sun was coming up and I was holding her hand. Whoa. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I crept true. over real casual like though just a little finger contact uh-huh. you know. And then, but yeah. Were your, fi- it, were your it fingers like great. walking over like yeah. making walking <laughs> motions? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, like, you should uh, picture <laughs> it that way. Whistling. Whistling. Whistling right, right. I, I like yawn. <laughs> yeah. My arms. Do 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 do. Oh my! Look at that over there. Until that moment, I'd begun to suspect based on the fact that she seemed to appreciate my company uh, you know longer than one would if, if one were not interested i still was not 100 percent certain uh, that, yeah. that there was mutual interest until that evening yeah that's what kicked yeah. it all off really mm-hmm. man way to be bold yeah, and, uh, yeah. and erica's like i gave you a million signs no, just kidding <laughs> uh, no I, I really don't think that i did this is yeah. not a, definitely yeah. not a case where i where i thought james was missing signs i hmm. uh, yeah it, it was on me for being well as shy you as know, i was your guys is I, I I think there's um now you guys were kind of friends beforehand too, right? Yeah. And so uh-huh. some sometimes I kind of think to myself like when I try to uh, ramp things up in a romantic way with a girl that I'm already been friends with for a little bit, uh, sometimes I feel like I'm a little bit more um, cautious. You know, I don't know oh, if that's the case. I can see time, that but, too. But on, on my side. Cool. It was more like yeah. I thought. Surely I would have noticed <laughs> by this by this point. I would have been able to sense uh, interest. You know. Yeah. Mm. Somebody okay. was telling me about some show where like they all they do is they tell two friends that one of them has been interested in the other for a long time, and sometimes the other one's like, "I totally was too." And sometimes they were like, "That's a good no, premise." I never didn't feel any of that. Oh, I, I bet they must they must artificially curate those because I bet ninety five percent of the time the other one already knew and wasn't interested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Erica was an exception, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's exceptional in many ways. Whoa! Nah, that's awesome. Well, thank you. Well, we okay, but you up. wanted you wanted oh, a J-related yeah, statement, right? Yeah. Like a J-related statement from Erica, or or what? Oh, were you just for? well, just anything. What are Because here's the thing: okay. introverts, especially smart ones with PhDs, yep. have a lot of interest. They have a rich internal world of things that they're not saying, <laughs> <laughs> especially when That's they're right. stuck with a bunch of extroverts. So right. true. <laughs> you know, my mom always told me you shouldn't just be looking for these fun, bubbly girls. That are, I know it's easier, but you should find a nice, quiet girl. And I was, I was always like, ah, yeah, you're just saying that because you're a nice, quiet girl. But then I found me a nice, quiet girl, and it was preferable. So there you go. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Very nice. Um, yeah, well, Erica, what's been going on in your mind that you're not saying? <laughs> <laughs> Everything from the beginning of the episode that's occurred to you that you didn't say. Wow, yeah, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, you shut say, her down good. Yeah. You, could, you could just no, give us some final here's, thought. Here's, here's, a, here's a, we can kind of, um, there's a, there's a cartoon here that we can kind of end on, which is um, things that tend to annoy judges and things that tend to annoy perceivers. In fact, this thing actually says that the differences between judging and perceiving are, are the probably the most marked differences of all the four preferences. Um, that they cause us some hard problems sometimes, but 
Anyways, the judge is sitting here thinking of the perceiver. He never, he never, he can never make a plan. He never finishes anything. If he just made a list, he wouldn't be so disorganized. It's always perhaps, it's always perhaps and maybe. And then the P is thinking, why does it matter if I'm 10 minutes late? I'm always, no, sorry. She always has to schedule everything. Why can't she just relax? Why Death can't March. she be more spontaneous? So, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, Eric is totally thinking those things about me all the time. I could tell. <laughs> yep. No, no. Again, this is a it's it's another case where knowing the Myers Briggs type of your partner is incredibly helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah. In helping yeah. you manage how you perceive yep. their orientation towards, um, you know, making decisions and yeah. planning yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. I can manage your expectations of them as well. Uh-huh. Right. So when uh, they yeah. when they act in ways that you did not like, that you can <laughs> understand, like, oh, okay, there's more to it. Yeah, your your interpretations. And, yeah. I will say too, like from the P side, like like this roommate of ours who like always wants to get places on time. It doesn't bother me because I I could tell from the outset that's yeah. what was going on. Exactly. And so I always was like, okay. And it's not well, a judgment for, on ourselves. No, it's not. Yeah. I was like, for mm-hmm. him, it's important to know what time we're going. So it's important yeah. for me to say, like, I'm. How about we go at this time? And yeah. then, and and that's important to him. Yeah. And then I need to be able to go at that time. Yeah. And, and um, I try to I try to do the follow that same philosophy in our in our marriage. Yeah. Because I know it's important, to Erica, that we're not you know embarrassingly late. So I try to go at what to me is absurdly early, and to her still feels not early <laughs> enough. But... Yeah. yeah exactly. And I try to relax a little bit and not get not get too uptight if we're late. Sure. Um, although sometimes I don't succeed. And I'm secretly feeling <laughs> I still feel secretly a little smug if we get there and it's, it's, it turns out to be super early. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> and you'd think I'd learned my lesson by now because I've I've gone terribly early to or or what 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 was on time to more than one party where I ended up there with the the other weirdest person that that yeah the only one who uh, shows up early because they're socially awkward yeah yeah, all my introvert powers would be sapped by the time anyone else got to the party and then i just have to leave (laughs) because oh they drained you entirely yes (laughs) yeah no understandable james and i had i I think it was several of our halloween parties that we used to throw that there would always be somebody (laughs) who would show up like half an hour early and you would think to yourself like what the heck (laughs) <laughs> like, uh, we're not even set up and nor can we entertain you yet um anyways. right yep all yep. right that's like an extreme j all right we better wrap this one up um well okay everybody that's kind of the end of the myers-briggs letters and our next episode we'll probably talk a little bit about curiosity temperament well or maybe may, we've kind of gone maybe over a little bit. yeah i don't know maybe who we'll knows something we'll else. plan who later knows? we're perceivers and i'm sure we'll have nixes <laughs> on some other time we would love um, to be on yeah, another time yeah thanks yeah. for coming guys okay cool well, we thanks. promise for 32 percent more words from erica next time whoa oh man yeah. that's a specific number that sounds like a j thing i don't know how you <laughs> pulled that a, out it's an accommodation <laughs> but i guess it was a spontaneous number pick too. it's also a t uh, thing uh, though you know <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah that's I don't know about that promise, but we'll uh, <laughs> yeah. work on it. <laughs> that's okay. Okay, no more jokes. We got to go. Yeah, thanks okay. for having us. Right. Thank we'll you guys. See you all later. Goodbye. Thanks, take care, bye, bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app and give us a rating. Thank you.